Last time on Multi-Class Theater. Continuing their journey to Nightfall, our heroes encountered a peasant by the name of Gruber, who had been treed by a party of wolves. Our heroes dispatched the wolves, and the grateful man joined their company. Upon arriving in Nightfall, the party sought Griffin's Perch, the home of the Brotherhood of the Golden Stone. Remember them? That's the whole reason they're on this quest. But out front was a grisly sight. The body of the very ancient they had found in the woods was lying in the courtyard of Griffin's Perch, covered in strange magical runes. And that's where we join them, on Multi-Class Theater. So wait, you're starting to feel really weird. Okay, weirder than I was before? Yeah, like the hairs on the back of your neck are standing up. She has a spider sense! She's gonna, she's getting kind of um, agitated, clearly. And she sort of says, looks at Rotan and, and Miss, is like, we, we need to go. Um, if, the, if the inspector's here, I, I cannot be around. Um, at least we know where the body went, so can we, can we just go? As you're standing there, a wind kicks up. And there's papers and other things scattered about. And it blows one of the pieces of paper up. And it hits your shoulder, Silway. And as it does so, it bursts into flames. Bursts into flames? And then just flies off into the air on fire. Okay, well, she's clearly startled by this and just sort of flinches and makes a little, ah, kind of noise. But otherwise it seems harmless, so she'll just kind of stare at the, at the flaming paper as it blows away. Right, it blows away and just turns to ash and disappears. Um, we, we, we really, really, really should go, please. You know this, Inspector Person. Yes, um, and he knows me, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have kind of a distinctive look, so he's, he might, he might see me, and I don't, can we, can we just go? Why don't I stay here and, um, and pick his brain? Okay, that's fine, you talk to him. I, 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 I just can't be here. Oh. Very, very good. He'll catch up with you later. Where? where? How do we know how to fight each other? Uh, well, you know the town. Uh, where would be a good place to be? Uh, there's a warehouse by the docks. Well, I know it. You probably would be have a hard time finding it if I don't show it to you first. Um, there's a there's a tavern. We can meet at the tavern. And okay. My ability to come up with fantasy tavern names is failing me in the moment. Uh, there is um, there's a tavern down by the docks called the Sundown. The Sundown is an awesome tavern name. Yes, okay. The Sundown. It's easy to find. Just ask anybody um, near the docks or that area on the lower side of town. Um, and they'll know how to find it. Just find me there, okay? Sounds good. Okay, great. And she kind of like quickly scampers off, like away from the crowd, kind of pulling her hood up around her face. Where's the cat? He is furiously trying to uh, take note, uh, write down the sigils and things that he can see inscribed on the uh, on the corpse. Oh, I'm sure that won't come back to bite us. <laughs> Let's point. write down cool. magical symbols. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Let's write down magical symbols in a magical book. Ah. Can I do, like, an arcana check to see if any of those runes or sigils, like, if I recognize what type of magic those are? Um, yeah. It's going to be, uh, I would say, hard. That's okay. I got a zero in arcana, so okay. this isn't going to go anywhere. Uh, yeah, because that's a six, so yeah, nope, no, no clue. I'll just write him down. <laughs> Yay! Rotan is going to stride up to the gate and try and get somebody's attention, probably by speaking loudly. Uh, so I think he'll say, Excuse me, what's going on over there? The um, detective inspector looks up and eyes you curiously. Are you talking to me? Yes. Why? I, I want to know, um, why is, the, why is there this magical stuff here? I don't know. I just got here. You just got it? Well, how long has it been here? Who are you? Why are you asking me these questions? I don't answer to you. Rotan gives him his biggest smile. Okay, that's a 14 to perform. <laughs> that's decent. Uh, I'm Rotan von Bastard at your service. I, um, I, uh, just got into town, uh, mere minutes ago, and I saw the crowd, and I thought I would come and see what help I could be. 
Why would you be of help? I'm always helpful. Smile. Who are you again? Roton. Roton? From where? From Neverwinter. You're well, a long way from near home, Roton. Yes, I am. I'm here on a mission from God. Well, a goddess. Uh, oh, you're one of those. Yes. All right, Rotan, on a mission from God. What do you know about this? Well, that's our body. I'm sorry? Did you say this is your body? Well, not really our body. I mean, it's the body's body. But, uh, but we were on the road, oh, um, coming, coming this way, and outside of, uh, what is it, Quarter's End. And, uh, we, we came across uh, what looks like that, that body of a person there on the side of the road, and we picked them up, and, uh, we are going to bring them into, into town and see if we could figure out what was up, but then somebody stole our cart. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hold on. He puts his head in his hands. You're telling me you came across this body, you put it in a cart, and then someone stole the cart, and here you are. Yes. Did I misspeak? No, it's just kind of, you know, unfathomable. Yes, I find it hard to fathom myself. You know, this is a very serious scene. I don't have time for this. Like, seriously, you're wasting my time with your tall tales. It is not a tall tale. This, uh, this really happened. I know others who can attest to it. He uh, looks over at some of the militia people around him and um, waves towards you dismissively. Can I try to persuade him? Uh, well, you're trying, but you're not succeeding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I mean, you can. You can try, but like I always, for persuasion and things like that, I always find it more fun to try to role play it out. Okay, well, we'll role play it out, I guess, depending on how well this goes. Uh, I mean, if you'd rather do this, no, scene no, no, without... you can, you can try to try to roll, and and we'll see. Maybe he's smitten, as that's everyone a... else is with Rotom. That's a nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is unmoved. Hmm. Well, fine then. But when you get to the point in your investigation when you uh, realize that there's no other solution, then come and find me, and then he leaves. <laughs> Hey, hey, hold on. Where are you staying? I don't know yet. I just got into town. Where should I stay? Uh, oh, I don't know. Stay at the, the sundown. That's nice enough. All right. I'll be at the sundown. He shakes his head and gets back to trying to check out the corpse. Mist has just been watching this, like, going back and forth between Rotan and the detective inspector. And finally he says, I cannot believe you just didn't get arrested. Why would I get arrested? Because they're looking for somebody who brought this body here, and you just told them you tried to bring this body here. That's suspicious as hell, man. No, I tried to bring it to Quarter's End, and then it got stolen. I just told him the truth. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Well, maybe Silway can explain it to you. How often do you lie? What? Do you lie a lot? Oh, I don't keep count. Is that a lie? No. Is that a lie? Also, no. Well, you should try telling the truth more often. Right. Okay. Is it? Wait. Hold on. Is it still the truth? If it's how I believe, if it's how I perceive the world. <laughs> this is this is a very metaphysical question for Rotan. I was gonna say I think it's way out of Rotan's depth here. <laughs> yeah. Though to be fair, Sheila asked him a similar question. Could Could you repeat that for me? Yeah. Never mind. Let's just. Let's no, just go no, no, uh, check out say this. <laughs> is it still lying if it's true to how I perceive the world? Is it still lying if it's true to how I perceive the world? No, I suppose not. Well, all right then. <laughs> then, then I never from, lie. Then from another person's perspective, it might be a lie. Hmm. Well, let's go to this inn. Okay, so you're going to go meet up with Silway down at the end. It's pretty easy to find. You just follow the road as it hugs the cliff and winds back and forth. A few turns, and then you get down along the shoreline, and there's actually there's a small beach there. It seems very nice. 
And then a little further down, there are docks with ships in it and several warehouses. But before you get there, on the corner is a tavern, and the sign hanging over it says, The Sundown. There's also a bit of a scene happening down there, if I can sort of create my own little scene here. Uh, feel free. There are scorch marks on the uh, front door of this tavern, and a bit of a commotion going on inside. Hey, Roten, we better take care if they find we've been creeping around their back stair. I don't understand what that means. Yeah, that's okay. I bet, like, maybe three people in the audience will. Let's let's go in through the front door. I'm not sure what purpose this back stair is. And, um, yeah, Rotan will head for the front door. Take care of the horses, Gerber. Oh, yes, sir. I'll put them in the stable, sir. Thank you, Gerber. Have a it... gold piece. <laughs> <laughs> I, sir, um... You know, I'll answer to Gerber, but it's Gruber, sir. <laughs> My name ah, is Gerber, if you say it is. Gruber! Ah, uh, yes, I will try and remember that for, for the future. You walk in the uh, the tavern, and uh, Ames, take it away. Well, you, you, you can, um, you know, DM the, the innkeeper if you'd like. Um, but he is currently uh, sort of yelling at Silway about the scorch mark on the front door. Uh, demanding an explanation for it and she's like defensively like claiming i had nothing to do with that that was there when i got here not sure how you want to do this do you want to just take over the innkeeper guy or uh yeah i'll, I'll take over the innkeeper guy just okay. give, give me one second to find a voice oh, they, they always gotta have a voice what are you doing why did you do that to my bar i i didn't do anything i i opened the door and you open the door, you open the door, and what? And it vroom, was vroom, burning. Vroom, vroom. I don't know what happened. You will pay for that, for me to repaint the whole place. I didn't do it. Who did? It I was not there before you. I don't know. Find the other people. Find a, a wizard or something. I don't know who caused it. Somebody's burning down your door. It's not me. You are not a wizard? Obviously not. What do you mean, obviously? How do I know what a wizard looks like? Do, do you, you could be a wizard... The cat could be a wizard. Even the man in the stupid armor suit could be a wizard. Uh, is there a cat in a stupid armor suit guy here? Oh my god. Okay, thank you. Tell them I'm not a wizard. She is not a wizard. See? Not a wizard. I opened the door. It started burning. You started yelling at me saying I did it. I don't know what's... Th no, I didn't do it. And what do you say, cat? I have never seen her cast a spell. Not a spot of magical ability in all of the... Days I have seen her. And it is days plural. See? I have witnesses or something close. I don't know what it's called. But I'm not a I didn't do it. I don't know. There's no way I could just like burn your door. So uh, you. I'm, I'm sorry your tavern is, I don't know, burn adjacent or something. But. Burn adjacent. <laughs> sorry. This is the language barrier again. <laughs> so what are we going to do? I, I don't know. Uh, it, you give us rooms for the night and fix your own door. Okay. I will give you rooms for the night. Ten gold pieces apiece. <sighs> that is robbery. Hey, hey, hey. Let, let's let's see if we can work something out here. Can I cast Prestidigitation on the door to, like, clean it and make the scorch um, go away? I think that would be... Do you have mend? I don't have mend. Uh, yeah, see, that would be mend. Okay, then I'm going to activate my fey presence Okay. Uh -oh. in the presence of the bartender. And uh, they need to make a wisdom save against my DC or they'll be charmed. You can... okay. oh, no. Wait, cats have fey presence? No, but uh, when you make a pact with a fey, you do. Oh, this is totally the Puss in Boots, like, giant eye cat thing, isn't it? <laughs> it oh, really gosh. is. It really is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it going to be a swashbuckler? <laughs> I am missed. And of course, uh, he rolled a 20. Oh. What are you doing? Do you think that works on me? No. No. You take those ice words. Tingle pieces. <sighs> Ten Gladly, good sir. <laughs> really, Rotan? Really? Just going to give gold, 10 gold pieces away? Slams down 10 gold pieces. Thank you. He takes the gold pieces and hands you one key. 
Well, there you go. We have a room for the night. I Because luckily we have a, a rich guy here to pay the exorbitant prices of this keeper of inns or whatever he is. Is this a high price? Yes, it's a high price. For this tavern, this place is a dump. Yeah? We should be paying in silver, not in gold. Are the rooms nice? He asked the innkeeper. While you were talking, he was filling up a mug of ale, and he goes to hand it to the person next to Silway, who ordered the mug, and he accidentally spills some on Silway. Oh, I'm so sorry. I did not see you. I'm so sorry. Oh, my... Uh, now you're spilling things on me? Does anything happen and, uh, when, he spills, when he spills a little liquid on me? Uh, it, it sizzles a bit. It sizzles? Okay. We'll say mist. You you definitely noticed that he did it intentionally. Is there ha- does there happen to be any water nearby? Yeah, there's a lot of water everywhere. I cast shape water to pick up five cubic feet of water. Okay, and <laughs> Don't throw it and, at me. <laughs> and well, not not <laughs> at sill, but definitely douse the sizzling um, whatever this is. In the back of the bar, behind the bar, there is a tub which they use to wash dishes. And you pick up the dishwater, and you bring it over Silway, and you maybe, maybe. <laughs> dump it on her. God damn it. <laughs> what are you doing, cat? What is he doing? I've never seen ale, and I make very obvious air quotes, sizzle like that when it strikes somebody. You just tried to pour something on her. I didn't know such thing. He, then you, you poured something on me. Yeah, because I didn't want you to get hurt by whatever this asshole tried to pour on you. I do not like your tone again, of voice, I ain't never seen beer sizzle. What? Yeah, that's a good point. What are you throwing on me? She's like glares at the bartender. I do not have to put up with these. And he throws the money back at Rotan. Get out of my bar. There are no rooms here for you. I say, good sir. Out, or I will call the militia. What? What? What have we done? What have I done? And then he looks over to the back, and you hear him go, Henri! All of a sudden, out of the back room emerges a very large man, who's probably about, I don't know, 6'5", maybe 350 pounds. Not very well built, but a, uh, a mountain of a man. What's his name? Henri. Henri? Well, Henry in French. Henri. Henri. Silway recognizes this guy, and... You know, starts backing towards the door. Like, all right, all right, fine. We'll go. We'll go. Just let's go. Come on. No, this service is unacceptable. Look, you you took our money, and now we should have a room. The guy bellies up to Rotan. And when I mean bellies, I mean bellies up to Rotan. And says, Bullshit, you gotta go. Explain to me why I have to go. He, uh... Puts his hand out on your shoulder and starts trying to push you backwards. But, but where will the inspector meet with me then? Are you going to try to resist it or are you just going to go with it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to resist it. Okay. Uh, strength check. Oh, come on. (laughs) That's an eight. Okay. He beat you. So he is pushing you back. (laughs) Let's go, Rotan. It's not worth the effort. I think Rotan's like rigid in place and he's just sliding backwards <laughs> across the wet floor. <laughs> Mist, are you, what are you doing? I mean, I'm watching this happen, but uh, if we're obviously getting thrown out, I kind of like follow Henri as he's pushing Rot- Rotan and uh, I'll use Mage Hand to conjure up a big glowing middle finger that'll just <laughs> linger in the tavern after we leave. Well, at least until we get about 30 feet away. And it'll slowly follow me out. Does Mage Hand make a literal <laughs> hand in the air? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> I thought it was like an invisible hand. Okay, awesome. He pushes you back out the door. Um, he shoves you when, he gets, when you get to the door. So make a dexterity check, Rotan, to see oh, if you I'm manage to that. stay on your feet. That's a seven. <laughs> All right, so he pushes you backwards, and you hit the edge of this walkway and topple over backwards and end up on your rear end. 
Well, never in my life have I been thrown out of a, an inn before. Welcome to my world, Rotan. Come on, I got a place we can go. What did you do? What did I do? Yes. I walked into the building, and the door, like, flames started appearing on the door, and, you know, like, surprised and kind of jumped away, and the guy started accusing me of burning his door down. It's the stupidest thing ever. I don't know what happened. Hmm. Must be some kind of extortion racket. <laughs> I, maybe. I, he wanted he wanted me to pay, so maybe it was. Hmm. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. You said the, you walked up to the door and it started burning? I walked up to the door and I opened it, and when I opened it, the handle and like the front of the door sort of like there were, there were some flames that sort of appeared and left that scorch mark you can see over there where mm. like where you were where you were touching the door yes mm. okay yes okay i bet okay. the innkeeper can use magic and is doing this to his customers to cheat them out of money yeah but he threw the, if that were the case he wouldn't have thrown the money at us when he threw us out but i don't think rotan picked the money up after he threw it at him Oh, that's true. Hmm. I should go get that. <laughs> you gotta go back <laughs> in through the door. <laughs> wait, wait. Cause, cause when he spilled the when he spilled the beer on you, which he totally meant to do, asshole, it like sizzled and I thought it was like an acid, but maybe it was like boiling? I mean it it didn't burn me, but I mean what else could it be? But you but if you burn the door and then you burn the, and wasn't there a piece of paper? The paper in the in the by the Griffin Hall or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. That like. Yeah, that happened too. Do, are, are you a fire starter? No. What, what kind of question is that? Well, because you've started two fires and also boiled off a I didn't, pint of ale. I didn't so. start fires. I I I. Pokes away very gently and cautiously. Um, she feels normal. Why are you touching me? I want to see if you're, you know, hot. He wants to know if you're an arsonist. <laughs> I don't burn things. Except for except for at least two things today. No, two things burned near me. That is not the same as me burning things. Disagree. <laughs> Okay, well then, you you tell me what's going on then, because I didn't do it. Am I cursed? Someone put a curse on me? Uh, I'm gonna make a really crappy Arcana check because, hmm. Uh, that is a natural sixteen because I have a zero for Arcana. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think you may know what it is. You think that it may have been a surge of wild magic. I have given it considerable thought, and I think it may have been a surge of wild magic. What does that? What does that mean? Um, give me just a second. What does that mean? <laughs> I um, must converse with the spirits. Yeah, no, it's something that happens to sorcerers, where occasionally, since they channel magic naturally, occasionally there's like a spike or something happens, and there's this nifty table of results. Where all sorts of wild things can happen. Yep, this is the wild magic surge table. Random effects can happen whenever she casts spells. Or just whenever we decide that wild magic needs to surge through her. Yeah, like things like her eyes can change color, or skin changes color, or like just weird things. I explain that. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to have rolled set things on fire on your wild magic table. <laughs> So does does Rotan try to actually try to walk back in? Yes. As he's walking back in, Henri just pivots from where he was standing next to the door and just stands in front of Rotan with his arms crossed and just shakes his head. If you don't want me to go back in there, then you'd better give me my, my money back. Don't got it. Yes? Well, you could get it. Go away. You, you go away. All right, he's going to try to push you back again. I'm going to try and push him back. <laughs> that's that's an 11. Nope. 
He he beats you. Go dirt it. He shoves you back again. Is this what you do? You shake down poor travelers of their money? He just stares at you impassively as if he doesn't really quite follow what you're saying. I would choose your words carefully, sir. You may regret them. I shall leave. Well, you you first. I, I work here. Yes, and I am a patron of your establishment. Not anymore. I, I am. He takes a step forward out of the doorway towards you. Yeah, uh, I, I don't move. <laughs> oh, Jesus is going to get bad before it gets better. Mist is going to sidle up next to Rotan, look up at Ulri, well, kind of up-ish. I mean, he's a tall cat. Take the most marvelous hat, what he stole from uh, Cornelius during the, the jailbreak, and make the biggest, saddest little kitty eyes at Ulri as I cast Charm Person upon him. He has to make a... is it... it has to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, that's probably going to be tough for Omri. Yep, he's got to beat a 14. Yeah, I'm not liking his odds on this one. Nope, he did not make your saving throw. So you cast a spell and you see his eyes flutter and his demeanor somewhat relaxes. And he looks at you and smiles in a very big and dumb manner. Hey, hey, buddy, look, we just, we're we're, kind of down on our luck and we just... You know, the, the 10 gold that we left in there, that's like all we've got. We really just need to slip in and let, if you won't let Rotan in, let me in. I'll just be real quick. Nobody will see me. I'll be in and out. And, and then uh, we won't cause any more trouble. Andre reaches up with one of his big meaty hands and puts it on top of your head and pats very hard. Good kitty. Purr, purr. <laughs> Do you just say it? <laughs> yeah, he's actually say just saying her. <laughs> Onri, be back. Aw, oh, you're the best. Yeah, I don't know why he can't talk in English, but... So he turns around and he goes into the bar, and you hear words exchanged between the proprietor and Onri, and then you hear a glass break, and then you hear another glass break, and then you hear something that sounds like a chair splintering against the wall. Three or four people come rushing out. And then Henri saunters out. And he has a small coin purse, which he extends to you. I snatch the uh, coin purse. Thanks, Henri. You are the best. And like I said, I promise we're not going to cause any more trouble here. We... Uh... We'll just we'll just be moseying on. So, thanks. Put the hat back on my head and tug at Rotan's arm like it's time to go. Thank you for your service. He doesn't even look at you, Rotan. He just looks at Mist. Kitty friend. Good kitty friend. Come back soon. We we will. We'll, we'll see you soon, buddy. We won't. He waves and smiles very dumbly, like... A big exaggerated wave, nearly hitting Rotan in the face with his meaty palm. Yes, uh, oh, uh, goodbye. Miss, did you just cast a spell on him? Yeah, we got about an hour before he figures out what's going on, and then we are in deep shit. He's going to hate you, and us. Oh my god, we, we can't come back here ever now. Something, you know, I got the, I, I got the feeling though that this guy's short-term memory isn't that great to begin with, so... I mean... That's true. But the owner, he, he, I think he knows what's going on. Well, he wasn't exactly happy with us to begin with. I'm not sure he was going to let us come back anyway. So what's the problem? <sighs> I'm sorry you lost your watering hole. We'll find you a new one. They're also going to tell probably someone who's going to then tell the Thieves Guild that I'm back in town. That's probably true, even if we hadn't charmed the bouncer, but... Yeah, I, this could be a problem. We need to find a place to hide. What makes this particularly difficult is that this is the place I told the sheriff I would meet him. Oh, that's a good... Wait, the sheriff? The sheriff's coming here? Yes. Yes. Oh. Didn't I mention that before? Uh, is he coming here soon? I don't know. He said he'd be here eventually. 
Hey, something tells me the sheriff's going to be on the lookout for us anyway after that. Uh, alright. I, I see increasingly dire reasons that we need to not be in sight. I know places to hide, if, you're, if you'll follow me, if you're willing. Well, I feel like I should stay here and wait for the sheriff. But... If you uh, if you feel that you must leave, then then I understand, Mara. Wink. Uh, yes, that's right, Mara. We are in Nightfall, so that's the name you should use. Agreed. Okay. Yes. Wink. <laughs> oh, okay. wait. If you're worried about the thieves guild knowing that you're back in town, then wouldn't going by a different name like confuse them? Yes. You make an excellent point, Rotan. I am not Mara. Oh no! People here know the name Mara, and they probably should not know I'm here yet. So when you talk to the sheriff, don't use that name, please. All right. What what should I call you then? Uh, do I need a third name? Oh, good God! You want him to remember three names for you? That's okay. I can come up with one if you'd like. No, don't make one up. That I have to remember it. Silway. Just you could use Silway from now on. Okay. Ah. Uh. That simplifies matters enormously. For him and for our listeners. <laughs> so are you guys splitting up? Split yes. the party! Rotan will be remaining here. Oh, before we do that, I'm going to reach into the pouch and pluck out 10 gold. You reach into the pouch and you find 15 gold. I'm going to take out 10 gold and give it to Rotan. Here's, the, uh, here's your 10 gold back, buddy. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much for handling that. So all is all is even now. Clearly there are some doors that cat people can open. Yeah, you gotta know how to knock sometimes. Ah, you must show me this knock sometime. Sure. Alright, Rotan, I'm going to assume that you're going to take up residence here for the time being, which is how we can find you. If something happens, if you get kicked out for mysterious reasons, be patient. I, I, I will find you. You're kind of hard to miss sometimes so make yourself known in the city somehow and i will find you don't worry mara wink i will be completely conspicuous what did i tell you earlier uh it's not mara oh right it's silway yes Yes. silway yes all right miss come with me i know a place we can hide out for a little bit lead on Hi everyone, welcome to the mid-roll. This is our fourth episode, which means you're still listening, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you do like what, you, what you're hearing, and I imagine you would otherwise, why would you subject yourselves to four episodes of torture? Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us build a following, helps other people find our podcast. If you don't listen through iTunes, that's okay. You can leave a rating or review through whatever method uh, you are finding us. Tweet at us at mctpod. Uh, at Twitter, or like us on our Facebook page, or various other social media things that I'm not good at personally. But uh, if you are still listening, we really want to thank you for being part of our audience and bearing with us as we figure out this whole podcasting thing. Yeah, speaking of figuring out the podcasting thing, you know, we, we, had, we mentioned growing pains early on. One of those is figuring out the value of a good microphone. So uh, my apologies for the low quality of my audio in these early episodes. It gets better, I swear. I have bought a new microphone that actually works well. As you can tell by this mid-roll. Yes, exactly. I ho- hopefully the mid-roll sounds much better than the rest of my audio in this episode. <laughs> I, I just wanted to offer a few special thanks of my own. First, I wanted to thank my dear friend, Emily, for her encouragement and support. She owns and operates an amazing all-natural bath and body company called Mama Bath and Body. You can check them out at loveyourmama.com. She's an amazing person. And I'd also like to thank her husband, Chuck Bryant, for his advice, encouragement, and suffering um, this podcasting novice's inane questions. He um, hosts a little podcast you may have heard of called Stuff You Should Know, as well as the Movie Crush podcast. If you haven't listened to them, definitely give them a try. They're fantastic. Loveyourmama.com is a great URL. I love that. And also just good advice. Really, it is. Yeah, that's good life advice. Hi, Mom. (laughs) If you need the life advice, then, yeah, well, you probably have bigger issues. 
Also, I mean, generally this is not the podcast to listen to for good life advice, but that one, that that bit, definitely good advice. All right, well, again, thank you all for continuing to stick with us and, and bear with us as we prove. And uh, we've got many episodes already recorded, so you will hopefully notice a improvement in sound quality going forward here and also just general production quality as we figure this thing out, including hopefully an improvement in our mid-rolls. Uh, working on that myself here. But thank you again for listening, and we will get back to our show. Yeah, oh, and real quick, just please share, share. If you like it, share, bring your friends. We want to share this with as many people as possible and infect you with our madness. So she um, takes Mist and sort of leads him down to the uh, the dock area where there are a lot of warehouses and not necessarily abandoned buildings, but not frequented buildings. One of them, sort of in a nondescript building, is one that she is familiar with and climbs up to an upper window of it and looks down and says, I assume you can climb? <laughs> That's what I thought. Okay, come on, get up here. I claws out and scramble up. And you'd be a pretty poor cat if you couldn't climb up there. It's climbing down that's the hard part. Yes. You'll land on your feet. You just will have to call the fire brigade as you're like just clinging to the side of the building. Okay, so when they get up there, it's it's pretty clear that like up here in like the second level, kind of like a catwalk sort of area, this warehouse is place that Silway has sort of been before. There's a few supplies kind of stashed away that she looks to confirm are still there. And then she sort of looks back at Mist and says, well, this is it. This place is uh, as secure as we're going to get in the city. Mist takes it all in with this typical cat-like look of, I guess, disdain. And then he breaks into just the widest grin this place is awesome. You can see so much from up here. And like nobody can get at you? This is great. This is perfect. She's kind of beaming about that. She's like, yeah, it is actually kind of great. It has its it has its charms. I'm glad you like it. We might be here for a little bit. As you two are standing on the catwalk area and, and gazing out at the city, and really from the way the window's facing, more you're looking out at the docks and the ocean. In the distance, you can see the road that you just walked down climbing up the side of the cliffs to the newer part of the town. So you're standing there looking out, and all of a sudden, you hear a voice from behind you. Mara, you really shouldn't have come back. And stepping out from behind one of the pillars is a tall, slender woman in skin-tight black leather with raven black hair and an eye patch and she has a very wicked looking smile on her face an eye patch (laughs) i know and you're not even here (laughs) (laughs) and she just she laughs and she says and you brought a friend so he startles and kind of whirls and, and looks at her and then sort of like droops her shoulders and does the teenage eye rolls like really that fast i've only been in town like half a day and you've already found me i do my little turn on the catwalk claws out and <laughs> without <Really>? and, <laughs> and and say to silway eh, friend or foe that's an excellent question yes what what do you think friend or foe i'm going to say friend you can have the benefit of the doubt for now and she sort of stares at this woman she walks more saunters and does her own little turn on the catwalk towards you and extends her hand towards Mist. I am Celine. Enchanté. And I'm totally not getting this voice, even though it's been in my head forever. I'll find it eventually. The hand I assume is being extended is like a 
like as if like for you to take it and kiss it. I grasp it firmly and pump it up and down several times. Mist on the river. My, my, what a grip you have. Such a pretty kitty. And then she turns to Mara, Silway, and her face falls a little bit as if it grows serious. Why did you come back? Well, I didn't have much of a choice, really. Mist and I are... What's the best way to describe this? Uh, Unwitting co-conspirators in a job that we've acquired. And... Unfortunately, that job turned out to be in Nightfall, and so here I am. Who gave you this job? A man up north in Harath. Honestly, I know very little about him beyond that. And he's Belgian. Is he Belgian? I thought he was New Zealand. He's Belgian in my head. Okay. <laughs> she looks over at Mist. Um, Mr. Cat, can you... Uh, it's just Mist. Mist. Can you elucidate? Can you talk to me and explain who this man was and who he worked for? Uh, something about... What? I don't know if we want to reveal that sort of information at this point. We're not really supposed to be discussing our mission. Mm-hmm. Yes. You said you said she's a friend. Is that changing? Is that is are, are we changing things here? Because uh, I don't really care one way or the other. She friend and she makes air quotes here around friend but i don't know what her current motivations are and we may not have parted on the best terms so i'd like to hear more from celine on why she's so interested in our mission so uh celine reaches out and gets sort of between you and takes you both by the shoulders puts her arms around you and starts walking you towards the other end of the catwalk where she set up a makeshift table and there's a couple of barrels that are being used as chairs. And on top of the table is a bottle of, well, you're not sure what, but you're pretty safe guesses that it's alcoholic. And so she walks you over there and she says, come take a seat. We'll talk and all will be made clear. She kind of willingly goes along with the the walk towards the table of alcohol. Okay, so she sits down and crosses her legs and reaches out and takes a swig from the bottle and then passes it along to Mist. I pass it right along to Silway. Aw, bad kid. Yeah, call me kitty one more time and it's not even going to be friend in air quotes. Silway takes the offered alcohol and sniffs it momentarily and decides it's safe and and takes a swig of it. It tastes like whiskey, so we'll see how good Silway's tolerance is if she keeps drinking. Well, since it's whiskey, she takes it and sort of suppresses a cough. Like, oh, yeah, good stuff. (laughs) And sets it down in the middle of the table. She folds her hands in her lap and looks at you and smiles and says, I'll go first, Mara. Yes, please. Things have changed a bit since you've been gone. The old man is dead. Feck killed him and took over control of the guild. If you don't remember Feck, you should, because he was the one who is, I would say, most adamant that you lose your hand. So you being back here right now maybe is not the best thing for any of us. Well, I tried to explain that to our, um, well, let's call him our patron, and he seemed unconcerned about whether my hands remain intact during this mission. So that's why I tried to enter the city with some sort of stealth, but I should have known better than to come to a place I was familiar with and that you would be on my tail within a half a day. Yeah, and maybe not with a six-foot cat and whatever that man is that you've found we're still working on that one too he's pretty but (laughs) we are convinced he's a man he definitely acts like one but he is not with us at this moment as i'm sure you're aware i am very aware is that a problem for him that he's not with us right now no i don't think so my dear you being here is possibly the worst thing for me Oh, for you. Okay. 
he already wants me dead. He has yet to convince most of the guild to go along with him. But you being here, you may have signed my death warrant. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. You should be, because yours would follow quickly thereafter. Well, if I have my way, we will not be in this town longer than we have to, and I will be want nothing more than to return to Harath and leave you to your troubles, whatever they are. So why are you here? Under threat of death, to be perfectly honest. What are you trying to do here, Mara? Perhaps I can help you. Perhaps we can help one another. We were close once. We were. And she sort of pauses and like puts her hand on her chin and thinks it over for a second and then nods and says, You're right. We both want me gone from this place. Quickly, maybe you can help us. You familiar with the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock? <laughs> those idiots? Yes, those idiots. Yeah, yes, I'm very familiar. Our patron is interested in their rock, and that's he has sent us here to retrieve it. And she has like a little smirk on her face. That thing's real? I have my doubts. Then how about this? How about we help one another? I happen to know of a secret way in to their hideout, their clubhouse, whatever they call them, little place. And it would make your life a lot easier. And all you have to do is help me solve my little feck problem. And I suppose you want help with your feck problem before you tell us about the secret entrance into the Brotherhood's residence. You always were a quick learner. All right. I've told you what we're after. You tell me what you're after. I'm convinced that Feck poisons the old man. But I am having trouble proving it. So what I need you to do is to go down into the guild crypts and bring back the old man's body. Another body? Uh... What do you mean, another body? Well... Before I agree to help you, maybe you can offer me a bit of information if you have it. Okay. There's a bit of a scene happening up at Griffin's Perch. If you had your eyes on me since we arrived in the city, I'm sure you're aware of it. I wonder if you have any information about what happened there. I know that corpse was not there yesterday. I don't know if it is some sort of kinky hazing ritual that the Brotherhood's involved in. God knows what those idiots are up to. But I have heard tales of, or rumors really, I should say, of someone last night standing in front of the body and I guess casting a spell. I don't really know about such things, but there was magic words and incantations and probably smoke and fireworks. I don't know. Wizards are very weird. Uh, and then when the sun rose, uh, the corpse was there. Hmm. She ponders a little bit more. And Celine looks over at Mist and says, that is a fabulous hat. It's marvelous. <laughs> That's the word we're going with. It's the most marvelous hat. The most marvelous hat. Miss Marvelous. The problem is hat does not start with M, so maybe think on that a little more. Who says we have to do alliteration? No, wait, hold on. I can do better. Who are you, the alliteration police? No, come back to me. I can... You, you had something for this? I had something. So what say you, my dear? Do we have a deal? Does my dear mean me or the cat? I guess both of you, because uh, I assume he's your pet? Uh, she's my guide, get it right. So what say you, Mist of the Marvelous Hat? Most Marvelous Hat. He looks to Silway. These are your people, you would know them better. Yes, in fact. Well, we need allies in the city, and Celine here is probably one of the best we're going to get. And she looks over at Celine and says, All right. So be it. Tell us what we need to know about Feck and his poisoning. 
so be it. And she picks up the bottle of whiskey, takes a swig, and passes it to Silway. She sort of reluctantly takes it, but makes a show of like, I'm an adult, I can handle my liquor. And then just grabs it and sort of takes a swig, and then suppresses a gag, but does manage to swallow more of it, and then sets it down to the table, as if it was the most suave thing ever she just did. As she pulls the bottle back towards her. The entrance to the guild crypt is in the rear of the guild itself. In the courtyard, you may remember Mara, there was a little stone building that most of the initiates thought was a shed of some sort, but that is the actual entrance. The crypt is not large, but it is trapped, and unfortunately I have no way to turn them off, unless you could somehow get the Guildmaster's seal, which would then fit into a little thingy on the wall and turn them off, and you know how those things go. But it may just be easier to just kind of, I don't know, do your thieving thing and disarm the traps or just not step on anything. And oh yes, one more thing. Within the crypt, as guardians of the dead guild masters and the honored thieves are a couple of crypt guards who may or may not and by may not i mean may be undead undead you say crypt keepers often are those that betray the guild the most heinous punishment that the guild has is to not only execute the betrayer but then to raise them again as one of the crypt guards. So you may want to watch out for them. Oh, yeah, and one more thing. And she looks very pointedly at Mist when she says this. A curse has been placed on the various crypts. If you were to try to remove anything from one of the crypts, like a, oh, I don't know, weapon or necklace that would be a very bad idea. Wait, 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 wait. You want us to steal a corpse from this thing, but the place is cursed so that if anything gets taken out, we're screwed. So how, how does this... Are the bodies themselves not cursed? Uh, yeah, that's correct. It's just the sort of items that get buried with... So do we need to strip this guy naked before we bring him out? That is an excellent question. Oh, I didn't think of that. You may have to. So maybe you should bring a tarp or some, or a robe, or maybe a big sack. I don't know. I'll leave that to you. You seem like a smart, I really want to say kitty, but I'll just say person. There you go. Racist. Well, undead. Rotan will be pleased. Something to spite. Yeah. And that is the story of my life. That is how I came to be here. Oh, it's most fascinating, sir. You've really led an extraordinary life, sir. Oh, Gruber, I, it, I, am, I am most pleased that you think so. It certainly has had its high points and low points. Yes, sir. I, I'd like to know more about your life, sir, when, when, when you have the chance. I would certainly love to answer any questions you have, Grouper. Um, what's it like to be on a boat, sir? Oh, it's, um, it's a, it's a lot like being on land, if the land were rocking back and forth. Oh, so it's like when you're in a tree and someone's shaking it. Yes, I suppose it probably is. That's very strange, sir. Of course, as you know, all sorts of bad things can happen when one is on a boat, so you must always be careful. Oh, yes, sir. I will, sir. I don't think I'll be on a boat, sir, but I'll try, sir. Well, there's a first time for everything, Gruber. You never know. I can't swim, sir. Well, then stay on the boat, I guess. I'll try, sir. Thank you, sir. After a few minutes, you see coming down the hill towards you is the inspector. Here you are. Oh, hello, my good sir. Yeah, all right. What's going on? I, uh, I was about to ask you that. 
How go your investigations? Not well, sir. It's kind of crazy. We don't really have uh, anything to go on, sir. It's a head-scratcher. Yes? Do tell me more. Not really much to tell there. It's a, it's a naked guy, and he's kind of sprawled out on the ground with a bunch of weird symbols carved into him, and uh, yeah, I don't know, sir. Don't think it's local kids, though. But the guy seems very, very old, does he not? Eh, not really. Looks kind of young to me. Well, I wouldn't know. Have you any evidence of demon activity? Eh, not sure I follow you there. Demon activity how? Uh, you know, hellfire, things going bump in the night, that sort of thing. I mean, sort of. She is in a big magic circle with, like, weird runes and stuff carved on them, so do demons do that? I don't know. You're the one in the shiny armor. I have it on good authority from a person I trust that there may be demons involved, so we must be very careful in how we proceed. Yeah, okay. R Rotan now thinks he's part of this investigation. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, what do you think we do? I think we should carry out interviews with the people on whose property this body appeared. Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. We've kind of already done that. They didn't really have much to say. They're mostly a bunch of drunks. What did you ask them? Did they say anything? Did they know the guy? Did they do this? They said no. To all three? Uh, yeah. Ah, but did you believe them? Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, they didn't quite seem like the type. You don't really know them, do you? Those blokes are kind of, I don't know, they're kind of fat and lazy. Ah, but Sheriff. It, uh, Inspector, but... You never know a demon worshipper until, until you have one. He, he really kind of shrugs and just looks at you blankly as he's really not sure how to respond to that. So what's your interest there? Uh, I'm sorry, did you, you gave me your Roton. Is that your name, Roton? Yes, my name is Roton. This here is Gruber. He is, uh, he is my assistant, if you will. Uh, your assistant? Are you some sort of detective? <laughs> Roton turns to look at Gruber. <laughs> Gruber's just nodding his head eagerly. Rotan turns back. Yes, yes he is. Why, he's the detective or you're the detective and he's your assistant? Well, I'm... I'm a... You could call me an investigator. And he's my assistant investigator. That is his title. Oh, I see. So you're some sort of freelance investigator kind of person. Yes, yeah, that would be a good way to put it, yes. And sometimes I hit things very hard. That, that's good to know. Only bad people, you understand. Yeah, of course. So we're going to take the body and going to take it to the uh, the militia compound, where, I don't know, guess we'll keep it, see if anyone comes claims it. If not, we'll just kind of, I don't know, dump it in the ocean, maybe. Would it would it be possible for me to, to take a look at the body? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, you're a detective and all, so sure. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. When should I stop by? How about this evening? Ah, uh, this evening will work fine for me. Thank you very much. Yes. Gruber, is there anything you want to ask this fine gentleman before he goes? I'm not sure what's going on, sir. Yes, well, all in good time, Gruber, all in good time. He salutes you, and then nods his head at Gruber, and then... Oh, Rotan gets up and bows back. And then he turns and walks very stiffly up the hill. Trying to, he, he almost looks like he's trying to impress you with the precision of his walk. Well, I think we made a very good impression there, Gruber. Oh, say so, sir. Yes. A very good start to our investigation. Now that we have the trust of the authorities, there's no stone that we cannot unturn. Overturn. Overturn is the word, I think. What do you do to stones, Gruber? Well, I, I sit on them, sir. Ah, yes, there's no stone we cannot sit on. Since we don't seem to be wanted at this particular inn, we should probably retrieve the horses and, and go find another place to stay for the night. The horses are just right over there, sir. It's and You look across, literally across the uh, street, and Concord is just standing there staring at you. Ah, Concord! What are you doing there? The mule's ears twitch 
and then he lowers his head and he starts eating some of the shrubbery that's lining the road. Ah, well, he seems happy. Let's go find another inn. Come along, Gruber. Come along, um, Concord. Sir, sir, um, sir should, should we find the others, sir? Oh, well, there's no telling where they are right now. I'm sure they'll find us. That is that, and there's how you address a cat. While Mist was on his tirade and holding court, Celine and Silway were silently passing the bottle back and forth between them. Yeah, Silway's definitely got like her her cheek resting on her hand in, in an obvious bored teenage fashion. As Mist finishes, Celine raises her one visible eyebrow. You're finished. He's never really finished, but I think he's finished. And she looks over at Mist like, yeah, you are. All right, fine. Let's go make your guild a whole lot more feckless. <laughs> All right, that was a good line. That was an in-character snicker, by the way. She agrees with that. So, um, is there is there anything you need before you go? Like any supplies or any anything? Maybe I can help? Well, maybe you have better thieves' tools than I have, because every time I try to use mine, it uh, seems ineffective, so... Oh, honey, it's not the tools. Oh, Harsh. but my ego. Oh, fine. All right, no tools. Are the traps deadly? Oh, of course. Ugh. Why wouldn't they be? Word. It is the thieves' guild. And you're, and you're sending me down to the deadly traps when you know how bad I am with disarming and unlocking and, uh Well, I mean, I'm, you have your cat friends and I guess you take the tall one, too. I mean, he can probably soak a few, but more to the point, if we're going down there, we're going to need to make sure that we're outfitted as best we can. What do you have for scrolls? Spells? We need, if we can't, if you don't know where the traps are, then we need to be able to find them, and that is going to mean magic. Well, as I told you, I don't really understand the whole wizard thing. But there is a place in town. There's a shop that maybe you should check out. Just so you know, there is a little alliteration involved. It's called Mugby's Magical Magisterium. See, that's how you do it. That is how you do it. And so go there. The owner's name is Hanbar Mugby. And he should be able to help you. To be honest, Mist, I, I'm not sure we need magic to detect the traps. Like, I may not be able to disarm them, but I can see them with relative ease. And we have our, our meat shield that we can tell him to walk in front of us whenever I see one. I'm sure I'll be fine with it. Just to interject, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but maybe not. I mean... These are deadly traps. I mean, I he's a big guy, but he's he's covered in metal. Won't the <laughs> won't the poison needles just bounce off the metal? It's a Faraday cage. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> Immune to electrocution. And apparently sleeping gas doesn't work on him, so I'll leave it up to you. Celine pushes the bottle back across the table to Silway. There's not much left, but there's some. And then she stands up, and she looks totally fine, and walks past Silway. And as she walks by her, she tussles her hair, and then walks up to Mist, and just reaches out with one finger, and runs it beneath his chin. He twitches his head away. Oh, don't be like that. If you have needed me, or when you finish the job, Mara knows how to reach me. Oh, and... You may want to look out after her. She's she's a little drunk. Hey, I'm fine. I feel fine. Really. Celine walks past Mist and hops up and out the window. I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I didn't think she would find us this quickly. I thought we could hide here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dude, she sucks. All right. You stay here. And I will go check out this uh, magical Mysterium place. You want me to stay here? 
Uh, can you walk? I can walk. Watch. And she stands up and walks forward, swaying slightly, not too bad. But she's clearly making an effort to not sway slightly. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. You're lucky I don't have sleep prepared. Alright. I guess I'll just sit here and... Oh! I have a journal I can read! And now she seems very interested in, like, going through her backpack to find that journal that she took off the, the corpse and has lost all interest in following Mist into the, the magical store. Yay! Three-way party split! <laughs> We're gonna get back together eventually. In the morgue. Shopping trip! Silway's past return to haunt her, will Rotan take up a new career as an investigator, and also realize Henri was hitting on him? Will the party get the feck out of the Thieves' Guild, or will they tell Celine to feck off? I've got a million of them. Find out next time on Multi-Class Theater. Let's go with that. <laughs> That's not at all what I thought he said. <laughs> Sorry, the accent. I thought he said, we shit on him, sir. Well, that works, too. <laughs> Probably good analogy for how this investigation is going to go. <laughs> just, just saying. So then it was like, Rotan was like, then we will leave no turn. <laughs> no stone on shadow. <laughs>